Welcome to Fierce Talk Radio, a faith-based podcast created to educate, inspire thought, and invite change. I'm your host, Tara Lene. What is going on? It's your favorite sister in Christ, Tara Lene back with another episode and in today's episode we're going to be talking about reviving your relationship with God. Now if you are like me and many other Christian women we were taught that praying or prayer is how we have a relationship with God. In this episode I'm going to define exactly what a relationship is. I'm also going to break it down to give you points to think about and back it up with scriptures to inspire a change that will revive your relationship with God. So without further ado, let's get into it. If this is your first time tuning in to Fierce Talk Radio, it is key to note that I like taking an educational stance on the topics I share with you to bring clarity so that you're able to gain understanding for real time and real life application. With that being said, let's start by defining the word relationship. The definition of relationship is a connection and association or involvement. And now, here's the fun part, the breakdown. Starting with a connection. A connection is a relationship in which a person is linked with something else. So how do we as believers connect or link with God? John 4 and 24 in a King James Version Bible reads, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now it is important that you know that you are a spirit having a human experience. You, I, we are not I repeat, we are not our flesh. In fact, our flesh is merely a mode of transportation and how we're able to navigate through this world. Galatians 5, 16 through 18 reads, This I say then, walk in the spirit and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other so that ye cannot do the things that you would. By its nature, our flesh wants to do all the things God tells us not to do. You never really have to teach a child or tell anybody how to do the wrong thing. We always have to teach each other or even teach our children how to do the right thing. And likewise, by the nature of our spirit, it wants to do all the things that God has commanded us to do. Many times we lose the battles in our lives because our spirit is so malnourished. We spend the majority of our lives living as if we are our flesh, which is what breaks our connection with the Most High God and it makes us ineffective in winning or becoming victorious in our battles. So you must begin to deny your flesh and choose to build your spirit by obeying God so that you're able to be victorious and maintain your connection with him. Next is an association, an organization of persons having a common interest. 
Well, how are we associated with God? And what's the common interest between us? The first answer to this question is, Christ is how we are associated with the Most High. 1 Timothy 1, 15 through 16 reads, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. How be it for this cause I obtained mercy, that in me first Christ might show forth all longsuffering, for a pattern to them which shall hereafter believe on him to life everlasting. Christ came to be an example to show us the pattern and how we are to live and walk in this world. The second answer to this question is our common interest with Christ is the most high. 2 Corinthians verse chapter 5, verse 17, 18, and 21 reads, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God who have reconciled us to himself by Christ and have given to us the ministry of reconciliation. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of the most high God through and in him. Christ came to do the will of our Father, and through Christ we are able to be returned unto our Father, and we too must also do our Father's will. Another requirement or participation with God is our confession of our sins. Yes, honey, we need to air our dirty laundry. No secrets, no skeletons, no none of that. Okay, 1 John chapter 1 verse 8 through 9 reads, If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There is no forgiveness without confession. And when we have done wrong by those that we love, the way we mend our relationship is to confess our faults. And not only to confess our faults, but to also repent from them. Repent means to change our behaviors and or our actions. Lastly, in this breakdown, we have involvement. The fact or condition of being involved or participating in something. Now, how do we participate or get involved with God? For starters, like any other relationship, you must take the time to get to know who the Most High God is. Learn what He wants from you. Learn what he wants to do for you. Learn what are his likes and dislikes, etc. The things that we uh, would typically ask someone that we are wanting to get to know is no different than getting to know our creator. 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 reads, Study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightfully dividing the word of truth. 
When you make the time to read and study his word for yourself, you begin to learn exactly who the most high God is, what he wants to do for you and what he wants from you. But what I believe is more importantly is that his word is firm. Like the most high, if, if we had a meme for I said what I said, it would be the most high God looking at us because we try to mend his word to our will instead of us mending our will to his word. So when this scripture talks about rightfully dividing the word of truth, it is putting the word in its proper context and not trying to mend or bend the word to serve our will or our purpose. So to participate with God, you have to be willing to live in his will and happily reject your own will. Okay. His ways are his laws, statutes, and commandments. Now you might be asking or saying to yourself, like happily reject my own will. Does that mean that I'm, I'm gonna be miserable? I'm gonna live this life being unhappy. And I gotta tell you, the answer to that is absolutely not. You, when we yield to live according to the most high will, we actually find a joy that no one can really take away from us, right? Um, We have more peace. We find more pleasure in life. We have more comfort. There are a lot of positives that come out of living according to the will of the most high versus our will. Because if you haven't noticed yet, you've done your will for however long, however old you are. And I bet you can write a book on all of the drama, all of the hurt, pain, dysfunction, discord, that you've experienced simply by making your own decisions to live your life in your own terms. Ecclesiastes 12 and 13 reads, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, which means to respect him and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Wow. I mean, talk about purpose, right? 1 John chapter 5, verse 3 reads, For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. And honestly, they're not. The commandments are only grievous to us when we want to do exactly what God told us not to do. Which leads me to this point. 1 John chapter 3, verse 4. Whosoever committeth sin transgresseth also the law. For sin is the transgression of the law. Know that when we disobey God's commandments, we are committing sin. We can commit sin knowingly and unknowingly. My suggestion and something that I practice in my life is that I put boundaries around the things that I know caused me to fall, such as fornication. That's one of the things I used to struggle with. Now, the boundaries I've put in place is that I don't give my number out. I don't care how fine a man look when I'm out and he's trying to get my attention. I will accept a compliment, but we're not about to have a conversation. Like I have strict boundaries to keep myself from falling into that sin knowingly. 
some sins you can't do unknowingly, like the big stuff, like you know when you're sinning. So my suggestion is to put some boundaries in your life to help protect you from keep, you know, falling into sin. In our walk, in our relationship, we must be humble and obedient to his word in order to receive his goodness. Always seeking his will, his ways above our own as we are led by the Holy Spirit. As we line up our lives with his commandments, we will begin to purge our mind, our body, and our spirit, which then will allow us to revive and grow our relationship with the Most High God in spirit and in truth. Now, how about that for a breakdown? (laughs) I pray this episode has been edifying for you. To be of more help, I created a free download of The Schoolmaster. Now, you might be asking, what's The Schoolmaster? Well, it's the Ten Commandments. Every believer who has gone astray or is straddling the fence must be retort on how we are to live our lives as believers. Now, if you have your KJV Bible with you, you can always find the schoolmaster in Exodus chapter 20 verses 1 through 17. However, for a quick review, I've created the download for you. All you need to do is click the link in the description box for this episode. Thank you for tuning into today's episode and sharing your time with me. I truly appreciate you. Listen, I want to know what your thoughts are. What was your aha moment? Or what are the things that you're reconsidering? Better yet, what are you inspired to change and or do differently? Let me know your thoughts. Send me a DM. You can find me on Instagram at fiercelymadelifestyle underscore. And you can also send me an email if you prefer at info.fiercelymade at gmail.com. Now, before I let you go, I want to let you know this because it's very important that you know that I am rooting for you. I'm rooting for you to be bold in your pursuit towards your spiritual growth. And until next time, peace and blessings.